This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, October 27, 2023, I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, U.S. fighter jets launched airstrikes early today in Syria. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Sean Kelly will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a rainy 77 degrees. And now on to our top story. Desperate families are making missing posters and joining online groups to find loved ones out of touch since Hurricane Otis devastated the Mexican Pacific Coast city of Acapulco. Officials say they are moving in supplies and getting people out of the devastated city of one million. Cell phone signals are returning to some parts of the city. Many residents are looking for relatives with the help of friends and relatives living in other parts of Mexico and the United States. They are sharing information and searching for the missing. About two in three Americans say their household expenses have risen over the last year. But only about one in four say their income has increased in the same period. That's according to a new poll from the Associated Press Nork Center for Public Affairs Research. As household expenses outpace earnings, many are expressing concern about their financial futures. What's more, for most Americans, household debt is rising or not going away. About half say they currently have credit card debt, four in ten are dealing with auto loans, and about one in four have medical debt. Just 15 percent say their household savings have increased over the last year. President Joe Biden has met with China's top diplomat. It's a conversation that viewed as the precursor to a potential sit-down with Chinese President Xi Jinping next month. The encounter today was the latest in a series of high-level contacts between the two countries as they explore the possibility of stabilizing an increasingly tense relationship at a time of conflict in Ukraine and Israel. The White House and Biden, quote, emphasized that both the United States and China need to manage competition in the relationship responsibly and maintain open lines of communication, end quote. And he, quote, underscored that the United States and China must work together to address global challenges, end quote. The Pentagon says U.S. fighter jets launched airstrikes early today on two locations in eastern Syria linked to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. The strikes come in retaliation for a slew of drone and missile attacks against U.S. bases and personnel in the region that began early last week. They reflect the Biden administration's determination to maintain a delicate balance. The U.S. wants to hit Iranian-backed groups suspected of targeting the U.S. as strongly as possible to deter future aggression, while also working to avoid provoking a wider conflict. The U.S. does not have any information yet on casualties or an assessment of damage from today's strikes. Social media users share a range of false claims this week. Here are the facts. An aerial video of a man lying on his stomach in the middle of a road doesn't show police arresting Maine shooting a suspect, Robert Card. 
A black flag over Iran's imam, Reza Shrine, isn't a war cry. It represents mourning for victims in Gaza. And the video doesn't show North Korean leader Kim Jong-un saying in a speech that he blames President Joe Biden for the latest Israel-Hamas war. The footage is from 2020, and the version currently circulating online features incorrect English captions. Coming up, in the Kentucky governor's race, the gun policy debate is both personal and political. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns, right after this. In a city filled with bad radio, <laughs> only one station can rise up and save the day. WMUL. This fearless team of genres fights to bring better radio to the citizens of Huntington. There's no need to fear with Captain Alternative, Iron Blue, Hippoke, and Street Beast, Spider Jazz, Metal Reed, Flashback Cage, Living Gospel. The Rock Eye. And the Sports Four. Team, assemble. When you're trapped by bad radio. <laughs> Tune in to 88.1 FM, where the cutting edge will be ready to save the day. I, I can't make it. Luke. Luke. Ed, is that you? You must go to the Marshall system. There you shall seek out WMUL-FM and be trained in the ways of news, sports, and the widest variety of music in the tri-state. But how, Ben? Use the force, Luke. Let it guide you to 88.1 on the dial. And remember, WMUL's force will always be with you. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news, reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. A West Virginia public school teacher has been appointed to an open seat in the State House of Delegates. Republican Jeffrey R. Stevens was appointed by GOP Governor Jim Justice yesterday to represent the House's 6th District, which serves Marshall County in the state's northern panhandle. Stevens replaces Charlie Reynolds, who resigned earlier this month to take a position at the West Virginia Division of Highways. There's a little bit over a year left of Reynolds's term. Stevens teaches West Virginia studies and is the athletic director at Sherrard Middle School within the Marshall County school system. He previously coached football and girls basketball in the district. The billionaire Haslam family says in a lawsuit that Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway are trying to artificially depress the price the company is obligated to pay for the family's remaining 20% stake in the Pilot Travel Center's truck stop company after paying nearly $11 billion since 2017 for the first 80% it bought. Berkshire changed the accounting practices at Pilot this year after it acquired control of the company. The lawsuit was unsealed yesterday and said that changes are artificially depressing Pilot's reported earnings, which are used to set the price purchase Berkshire will pay. The lawsuit says Berkshire is trying to take money out of the Haslam family's pocket. Buffett didn't immediately respond to questions about the dispute. Huntington Mayor Steve Williams says he has filed paperwork to raise money to run for West Virginia governor in the wide-open Democratic race. 
Williams said in a statement that he filed his pre-candidacy papers yesterday. He announced his intention to run last month during the United Mine Workers of America 84th Annual Labor Day celebration in racing. Seven Republicans have filed pre-candidacy papers, and Attorney General Patrick Morrissey has announced he'll seek the governor's office. Filing pre-candidacy papers allows campaigns to start fundraising. Republican Governor Jim Justice is prohibited by law from seeking a third consecutive term. The power of the people to propose laws will be on display this November as voters in Maine and Ohio decide issues on vehicle repairs, abortion, and marijuana. They are the latest of nearly 2,700 citizen-initiated measures to be decided by voters over the past 125 years. But voters in half the states don't have the right to propose ballot measures. Only a few additional states have embraced the initiative process since 1920. To the contrary, state lawmakers over the past 60 years have been proposing far more measures to restrict citizen initiatives. Coming up next... Abercrombie and Fitch slapped with a lawsuit. That and more news from around the nation when New Center Radiate returns. Stay with us. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back to Raleigh, North Carolina, here high atop Carter Finley Stadium. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome inside Memorial Coliseum in Lexington, Kentucky. The Thundering Herd will be taking on the number 22 team in the country here in the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Inside Value City Arena at Jerome Schoenstein Center. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. The best news program in the nation as honored by the National Broadcasting Society. More than 130 live Marshall sporting events every year. One of the top college radio stations in the nation. 50 years of broadcasting excellence. 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists, Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Stocks closed lower on Wall Street, pulling the S&P 500 down 10% from the peak it reached in July. That puts the benchmark index into what's called a correction. The declines came amid the latest batch of earnings from big technology and energy companies and some mixed readings on the economy. The S&P 500 fell 0.5% today, its 10th loss in the last 12 days. The Dow fell 366 points, and the Nasdaq Composite rose 0.4%. Treasury yields held steady following a mixed report on inflation, consumer spending, and incomes. Higher yields in the bond market have been helping to knock stocks lower since the summer. 
Authorities have not released the names of the 18 people killed in the two mass shootings in Lewiston, Maine. But their family members and friends have begun sharing their stories. Maine State Police say even seven people died Wednesday at just-in-time recreation bowling alley. Eight died at Shemenji's Bar and Grill, and three died at hospitals. The victims, 44-year-old Bill Young and his 14-year-old son, Aaron. The teenager was an avid bowler who had received recognition from his youth bowling league. Another victim was Peyton Brewer Ross. Member of his union said he was a dedicated pipe fitter at Bath Iron Works who left behind a partner, young daughter, and friends. Misinformation targeting a reproductive rights measure in Ohio's fall ballot is appearing in an unusual place. The official website of the Republican-controlled state Senate. Groups backing the proposed constitutional amendments say it's an improper use of a taxpayer-supported website, while several experts who study online misinformation say the effort by Republican lawmakers appears unprecedented. The messages are being elevated in online search results because they come from what is supposed to be a trusted, unbiased source. The On the Record blog the state Senate website has recently turned its attention to denouncing issue one, the closely watched abortion question. Evangelical Christian conservatives have long had allies in top Republican leadership in Congress, but never before have they had one so thoroughly embedded in their movement as new House Speaker Mike Johnson, a longtime culture warrior in the courthouse in the classroom and in Congress. Religious conservatives cheered Johnson's election as speaker this week. He brought his Bible to the rostrum before taking the oath of office and said, God is the one that raises up political leaders. Some progressive faith leaders, meanwhile, are sounding the alarm about Johnson's conservative stances. They say he's likely to try to impose his religious vision on others. A former model for Abercrombie & Fitch has sued the fashion retailer, alleging it allowed its former CEO, Mike Jeffries, to run a sex trafficking organization during his 22-year tenure. Jeffries left Abercrombie in 2014. While there, he converted the chain from a struggling retailer of hunting apparel to a seller of must-have teen clothing. But he faced criticism for the company's sexualized marketing, including billboards and beefy models with alienated potential customers who didn't fit into its image. The lawsuit comes after a BBC report earlier this month that raised similar allegations against Jeffries and his partner, Matthew Smith. Coming up next, ground forces are expanding activity in Gaza. Your daily political update when New Center 88 returns right after this. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest, shortness of breath, very fatigued, nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women. And this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. Are you tired of missing your favorite WMUL programming?
No worries. Check out WMUL's online archive at marshall.edu slash WMUL. Every episode of our news and sports programming, every story from the New Center 88 and FM 88 sports teams, and much more. Marshall.edu slash WMUL. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Authorities are scouring hundreds of acres of family-owned property, sending dive teams to the bottom of a river and scrutinizing a possible suicide note in the second day of their intensive search for an Army reservist accused of a mass shooting in Maine. Two law enforcement officials told the Associated Press that authorities found an apparent suicide note in a home associated with Robert Card yesterday. They said his cell phone also was found there. A medical examiner said today that all 18 people killed have been identified and that they ranged in age from 14 to 76. Their names have not been released. Authorities say the estranged son of Nashville's police chief, who was wanted in the shooting of two police officers, was found dead of a self-inflicted inflicted gunshot wound after leading police on a chase in a stolen car. Police had been searching for 38-year-old John Drake Jr. since Saturday when two officers were shot and wounded outside a Dollar General store in Laverne, about 20 miles southeast of Nashville. The Tennessee Bureau of Invest- Investigation says officers found Drake dead Tuesday night. Drake had been wanted on two counts of attempted first-degree murder. He was the son of Metro Nashville Police Department Chief John Drake. The White House, Google Maps, and Google Arts and Culture have launched a new virtual tour of the White House. It is the first such Google tour to include audio captions and Spanish translation. The White House and Google say the updated tour is part of First Lady Jill Biden's desire to make the White House accessible to as many people as possible, since not everyone can visit Washington or score a ticket for a White House tour. A spokesperson says Biden also hopes teachers use the tour to educate students about the White House and its history. Former President Donald Trump is set to testify November 6th in the civil business fraud case against him. Following testimony from his three eldest children, state lawyers disclosed the schedule in court today when the judge ruled that the former president's daughter, Ivanka, also must take the stand. It was already expected that the ex-president and sons, Donald Jr. and Eric, would testify. But the timing became clear today. The schedule sets up a blockbuster stretch of the trial of New York Attorney General Letitia James's lawsuit. She alleges that the former president overstated his wealth for years on financial statements. The ex-president denies any wrongdoing. The Israeli military says its ground forces will expand their activities in Gaza. The announcement today came hours after Israel's defense minister said the country expects to launch a long and difficult ground invasion of the Hamas-ruled territory. Shortly before, the communication services in the territory were also cut. The Palestinian death toll in Gaza passed 7,300, and in the occupied West Bank, more than 100 Palestinians have been killed in violence and Israeli raids since October 7th. More than 1,400 people in Israel have been killed, mostly civilians slain during the initial Hamas attack. Also, 229 people were taken hostage during the incursion and remain in captivity in Gaza. And coming up, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and Sean Kelly will be in with the FM88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
More than 100 million wild animals are killed each year illegally. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. I'm Tom Barry. I'm an actor with a desire to preserve living space for wildlife. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust does just that. Works with private landowners to protect wildlife to preserve natural habitats. To learn more or to work with the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust, call 800-729-SAVE. That's 800-729-SAVE or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Thank you. Does searching for good music on the radio feel like a wild goose chase? Hey, goose! <coughs> hey, come back here! Did you get away from me? Aha! Gotcha! Ow! Well, your chase is over. Because throughout the week, WMUL plays many genres of music. From hip-hop to jazz to many flavors of alternative, WMUL has just what you're looking for. So don't be like this guy. Stop it, Goose! Tune in to 88.1 WMUL. The cutting edge. Does showing up for work at a ballpark or an arena sound good to you? A Marshall University sports journalism degree can get you there. Sports journalism in Marshall is important. It's serious and it's big business. Sports media and communications careers are some of the most competitive and marketable worldwide in a multi-billion dollar industry. We'll prepare you to think critically, report accurately, and artfully tell the stories on and off the field or court. If this sounds like you, the Marshall School of Journalism is ready and eager to start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu slash SOJMC. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a rainy 77 degrees. Tonight we will dip down into the lower to mid-60s. Tomorrow we will see highs around 75, with lows near 61, with some light rain showers expected throughout the day. As we look towards Sunday this weekend, on Sunday, we will see highs in the lower 70s and lows in the lower 40s, also with some light rain expected. Today in weather history, on this day in 1988, low pressure brought snow and gale force winds to the Great Lakes region and snow and high winds to the north central U.S. wind gusts to 47 miles per hour in Langs, Michigan, and reached 55 miles per hour in Pierce, South Dakota. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a rainy 77 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Samantha. Now Sean Kelly joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. In Marshall Athletics news, yesterday evening, Marshall Women's Soccer wrapped up its 2023 season with a road match against the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. The first 45 minutes remained scoreless as both teams attempted eight shots in the opening half five of which coming from the herd. The match remained scoreless until the 75th minute when Cajun's, mid- Cajun's midfielder Haley Waterhouse received a Bailey Gettings pass and put it in the back of the net. A Cassidy Bell shot attempt in the final minutes was not enough as a diving save secured the 1-0 victory for Louisiana. Even with the loss, Marshall ends its season with its most victory since 2015 as the Cajuns clinched the 9th seed in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament with this win. In, Marshall, in men's soccer news, the team is back in action this evening against the Old Dominion Monarchs for its final road match of the season. At 12-2 on the year, th- the Thundering Herd seek to avenge its two-game losing streak against a Monarchs team that is currently on a four-game skid. Leading the nation in total points at one, 122, the sixth-ranked in the country Marshall Thundering Herd face off against a Monarchs team that leads the Sun Belt Conference in save percentage at 779. And finally, in Marshall news, with the regular season being almost over, the Marshall volleyball team focused on teamwork and taking advantage of the small things during both of its matches against the scrappy Appalachian State Mountaineers this past weekend. 
FM88 Sports' Nate Courtney has more. Last Friday and Saturday, the Marshall Volleyball team took on the Appalachian State Mountaineers at home for the first two matches of its four-match homestand to end regular season play at home. The Herd swept the weekend series against the Mountaineers, sweeping the match on Friday 3 to nothing, and then in a tight five-set battle on Saturday. During Saturday's contest, there were many long pauses throughout the match so that officials could discuss crucial calls that were made on the court. There was an abnormally long break towards the later half of the second set, and Herd head coach Ari Agnes believes that allowing her team to enjoy themselves on the sideline during that pause is what made the difference in the end for the Herd. It was honestly that break. I think that we were kind of erroring and doing different things that we hadn't planned on doing, and then we kind of got a minute to dance around and just relax and remember it's a game and all we got to do is just chill out and play volleyball. So I think that really worked in our favor. Graduate student and outside hitter Kylie Stokes had an impressive showing on Saturday, posting a career-high 21 kills. Stokes believes that overall chemistry between the team is what allowed the herd to stay focused going into the fifth set after dropping the previous two. It just comes down to trust. We all trust each other. We've been playing with each other every day in practice and just knowing each other's tendencies, knowing we got each other's backs, it made us feel confident in ourselves and each other to go out and make those risky plays. The Herd will be back at home this weekend to close out to close out the home portion of the regular season against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. The first match is on Friday at 6 p.m. and the second match will be on Saturday at 1 p.m. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Nate Courtney. Thanks, Nate. Marshall Volleyball will be back in action at home this weekend, taking on the visiting Coastal Carolina Chanticleers at 6 p.m. on Friday and 1 p.m. on Saturday. You can listen right here on WMUL-FM, as Ben Anderson will be on play-by-play with Jonathan Edwards on color for tonight's game, and on Saturday, I will be on call alongside John Boggess. Now for some news from around the sports world. In NFL news, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones will miss his third straight game with a neck injury, and Tyrod Taylor will start on Sunday in the MetLife Stadium bragging rights game against the Jets. Giants coach Brian Dable said Friday that Jones and backup, backup running back Gary Brightwell will be out for Sunday's game with a hamstring injury. Doctors have not yet cleared Jones for contact since he was hurt on a blindside sack against Miami on October 8th. Jones has repeatedly said he's getting better and he's been allowed to throw out practice. He signed a four-year, $160 million contract extension in March. Finally, women's professional golf has picked up another big money event. The LPGA Tour and FM Global announced Friday that there will be a stage, uh, they will stage a new tournament at the TPC, uh, TPC Boston that will feature a $3.5 million purse, the largest on the LPGA Tour outside of the majors and the Tour Championship. The 72-hole event will be called the FM Global Championship, and it will be held in Norton, Mass- Norton Massachusetts excuse me, from August 29th to September 1st with a field of 144 players. Boston will be home of a new National Women's Soccer League team and the new Professional Women's Hockey League team. That will do it for the FM88 Sports Report. For FM88 Sports, I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks, Sean. Coming up, oh dear, stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back, everyone, to Lexington, Kentucky. It is still Survive in Advance time. Welcome back in to Fifth Third Arena, Cincinnati, Ohio. The Marshall Thundering Herd 
lead the 24th ranked team in the country, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Back here at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Marshall sports journalism graduates learn transferable skills that score competitive careers. It's time for you to get in the game. Critical thinking, communication, and commitment to accuracy are desired skills in an expanding job market. Sports journalism and sports communication careers are some of the most coveted positions in the country. The Marshall University School of Journalism and Mass Communications is ready and eager to help you start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu sojmc. And finally today on New Center 88, people go to Noodles and Company to have, save a buck, not to interrupt their meal. But that's what happened in Beloit, Wisconsin on Tuesday when a deer came crashing through a restaurant window. Surveillance footage shows a buck charging into the crowded restaurant around lunchtime, prompting diners to scatter. According to a spokesperson for the restaurant, the deer then explored the dining area and kitchen before exiting out of a back door opened by an employee. No one was harmed in the incident, and the restaurant has since reopened after a deep clean. Operators of a northern Arizona golf course think they have finally found the right repellent for juvelinas ripping apart their turf, chili oil. Quote, even though they're southwest animals, they don't like southwest seasoning. End quote. Dave Bisbee, general manager at Seven Canyons Golf Club in Sedona, said Tuesday. This is not the first autumn the golf course has been targeted by four raging javelinas, but Bisbee said the amount of damage he saw is rare. A video shared by an employee over the weekend showing divot after divot caused by the javelinas has garnered millions of views. The warmer-than-usual summer is believed to be behind multiple javelinas digging for food in the night. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in next week at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Victoria Wilburn, Samantha Riddle, David Atkins, Sean Kelly, Nate Courtney, and for the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Michaela Wheeler and your thought of the day is, you forget that the fruits belong to all and the lands belong to no one. Jean-Jacques Rousseau.